Hey, fun folks, it's MJ. So in this episode of Growing Up, I speak with entrepreneur Emily Manns about growing up shy, just like so many other entrepreneurs I know, growing up shy. (laughs) Um, But since moving to Newark, Emily has created some staple programs in the community, including Have You Met Newark, Brick City Bar Crawl, Nom Nom Newark, and a host of other things. Now, Emily also has her own consulting company where she focuses on inclusion, innovation, and economic development. But listen up as we talk a little bit more in depth about confidence and changing the narrative around how you want to see yourself in the world. Check it out. So I, I am talking to Emily today um, because Emily has has been, is, is been, is, um, a staple in the Newark community. I'm going to let her kind of talk a little bit about her background, what she does and, um, you know, some of the really cool projects that she has coming out of Newark, namely being, have you met Newark? And I should entitle this podcast. Have you met Emily? (laughs) So Emily, talk a little bit about what you do here in Newark. Sure. Uh, thanks, Melissa, for that intro. So, um, very honored. Um, yeah, so I run Have You Met Newark. Um, I came to Newark about three and a half years ago and um, was just immediately very, um, just very comfortable and very, like, happy to meet all the people that I was encountering. Uh, I was working for the city for a couple years um, originally. And, um, you know, one thing that kind of struck me, um, just walking around the city during the day and going to different events after work, um, was just like how awesome everybody was and how every single person I met had like a personal project or their own business right? or, um, was an artist or like, it just was, it was like, everyone had so much energy. It wasn't just, there's a lot of energy in New York. A lot of energy. It was like their nine to five and then like 20 other things. <laughs> and right. they were doing these 20 other things like well. <laughs> so right. I really liked that. Um, and I wanted to kind of be part of the scene. So, um, so, so then I, I'd moved here um, already at that point. I was going to all these events and, um, I, I kind of wanted to, I was a tour guide in college and I really like, I always thought giving tours is really fun because you kind of remember why a place is so great. Um, when you're doing a tour and you're showing other people and I, it doesn't surprise me that you were a tour guide no. in college. <laughs> it was good. You made $7 an hour. It was a good little it gig. It doesn't surprise me. Like, I feel like yeah. you were called to show people the ropes. Yes. I really, I really, I remember when I went to college, one of the reasons I picked it was because our tour guide was so fun uh, at University of Delaware. Yeah. Oh, yeah. University of Delaware. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So, yeah. Okay. So, I, I had gone and I got a scholarship to go. It's kind of how I chose to go there. Um, but kind of. Plus the money was like these friendly people showing me around campus, and I thought, "Geez, this is really, this is really awesome." Mm-hmm. And um, in Newark, I felt like there was a lot of like every time I would like talk about Newark outside of Newark, people were always like very, like I don't know, like it's like ooh, get home safe, and yeah. like I don't know, just, um, and it just really bothered me because it just seemed like no one that I talked to had actually been there, but there yeah. was like all this concern around like just, like, concern, but not really even proactive concern, not, like, doing anything to help the city, or it's, you know, I don't like when someone says, like, if something bad about a place, because 
how does that help the people that live there? Like if you're talking. Yeah. So yeah. And, and for for anybody who doesn't know, we're talking about Newark, New Jersey, and not Newark, Delaware, because there's there's a Newark, Delaware too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I went. I came from Newark to Newark. To, to Newark. Yeah. Right. So. And and Newark is definitely when you when you see Newark on on the news or you hear about it on the radio, it's it's kind of like they call it the mur- they call it Brick City actually, mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily the best connotation. Um, you know, it, it's a drug euphemism. But um, when you, because I moved here from Brooklyn. Mm. Oh, I didn't know that either. I moved here from Brooklyn. (laughs) And the first thing people were like, well, how did you move from Brooklyn to Newark? Mind you, they're talking about like post-gentrified Brooklyn. Right, right. (laughs) You know, not the the current state or the the past state of Brooklyn. I'm sorry about that. Um, yeah no seriously and and so i'm just like because i like it here like the people i used to live in middlesex which is like central jersey yeah and that was a horrible experience oh i thought so too (laughs) i lived in new brunswick for a year i I was in grad school yes i think we talked about this a while ago i lived in highland park which is right over the bridge and it was the worst experience of my life yeah i was like like, bye yep (laughs) so yeah yeah i totally i totally relate on that so Mm-hmm. So what else, what do you do like in Newark? Because you talked a little bit about you know people talk bad about the city, yeah, sure, but they don't contribute. So how are you contributing? Sure. So um, so I run Happy Met Newark tours. Um, I started three years ago, and it's walking tours of downtown Newark, the Ironbound, and then last year we partnered with Lincoln Park Music Festival and did a tour of Lincoln Park. So um, we've taken um, myself and my business partner have taken about fifteen hundred people on tours of Newark. We've like gone through all our photos and counted the people and it's about 1500. So, and like all those people that come, they're always like, their eyes are just opened and they, and they buy a lot of stuff. Like, so they go shopping and like, we usually go out for lunch or dinner afterwards, depending on what time it is. So then they're buying more food and they're like, um, so I'm really big on like encouraging kind of commerce through the tours, I suppose. I don't, I don't force anybody obviously, but a big part of, of the tours is like encouraging people to come see how like amazing it is kind of become an ambassador of it um or a lot of people come from just even different neighborhoods in newark and then they see the downtown or the ironbound in a different way maybe it's somewhere they didn't think belonged to them or that they could go to Um, we've taken a lot of kids uh, on tours as well and um you know some of our favorite ones are taking kids that had never been to the ironbound before even though they're from newark they didn't you know we we don't go the ironbound so we're like well you're going to today so we, we take them around um, and I think it's just great to like bring people together. And I think it's also, um, I think it's just also really important for like to increase understanding. I think as like places change, like, like, like Brooklyn or for instance, yeah. I really, I really hope something that severe doesn't happen in Newark where people feel not included anymore and have to move. And yeah. I really think that the tours is like a way to connect existing residents with potentially new residents coming in or people outside the city and like increase understanding between them it's just i think a lot of the bad things that happen in cities are when there's no understanding between old residents and new residents and not there's no respect either so right. new residents just come in and they're like like I, the like the word pioneer disgusts me right like that pioneer mm. term you hear um in city and talk about city planning and um it, no, it's not a pioneer. There's people living here with, like, great projects and existing culture. And so, like, having met Newark, I really like introducing people that are curious to that, like, existing activity in the city and, and like, feeling part of it so that we can create this more, like, melded together 
city. <laughs> that's, so that's kind of... That's pretty dope, though. Thanks. <laughs> like, and, and it was part of the reason why I'm talking to you today. Because, yeah. like, I see... Um, and, and you also do the bar crawl. Yes. The city bar crawl. Yes. Which... I won't tell anybody, but I'm an active participant of the bar crawl. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa is an active participant of the bar crawl. Don't judge me. I won't tell you how many she's been on, but <laughs> I've been on more more of those tours than Happy Met Newark yes. tours. So I will say that, but it's not because I don't respect Happy Met Newark tours. <laughs> I just don't wake up that early, but I'm up late enough to have some drinks. <laughs> tours of the night scene. That's why we started that. Night crawling. So, yeah. <laughs> so you're so you're doing things for everybody, right? So yes. it doesn't matter, you yes. know, if you're into the the nightlife like some of us maybe (laughs) or you may just want to do something because that's very family oriented too like have you met newark and we have food food tours called nom nom newark that is new this past year and again it's just like newark is great places to eat there's like yeah we go to um like um like a soul food place we go to like an indian burger place we go to um like all these amazing restaurants yeah you go to a jewish deli so it's it's i don't know i just i just I really think there's so much going on. I just want to tell people about it. I think I'm, I'm kind of a cheerleader for places a little bit, and um, and I feel like there's like there's a lot to tell about Newark. It's mm-hmm. not like it's not like there's any lack of things already happening to talk about. So yeah. this is a good segue. So you're talking about cheerleaders. Like who who was Emily Manns growing up? Oh, that's cute. Well, I was <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bit different when I when I was growing up. I was really I was really shy and. Um, yeah, we were actually right before the show started. Melissa's telling me she was shy too, which was interesting. And um, I bet you I was more shy than you were. I don't know. I was, <laughs> I was, I was the kind of kid where my mom, like at the end of a play date, she'd be like, "Emily, like, what do you say?" And I'd just get in the car. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say no. thank you. I was too nervous. I, I might be able to one up that. I remember my dad <laughs> took me to a slumber party, and I didn't stay for the slumber part because oh. I was just like, "Okay, I'm done." <laughs> I stayed for the food. I <laughs> probably why I like made it through. I was just like. Boom. So. The food and the drink, yeah. right? Which is, did not change as I grew up. No. Continue. I'm sorry. So, no. so yeah, I was really shy. And I remember, like, very vividly um, on this, we had this eighth, cl- eighth grade class trip um, where we went to Boston and we went on this, like, little river cruise. And they had, like, a um, dancing, like, on the cruise. Like, people, you know, there was a little bit of music. And we're all, like, 12. So I can't imagine, you know, how exciting it was. But I remember everyone was, there was some dancing. And I was kind of sitting with my friends. And there was this girl wasn't really a girl I liked that much, to be honest. And she was dancing her heart out in the middle of the stage. Hmm. And I remember, like, just looking at her, and I felt so, like... I was just like, I just want to get up and dance, too. Like, I just... I want to feel, like, comfortable enough with, like, myself to dance like that girl. And, hmm. yeah, I, I haven't told this story in a long time, but I remember, like, yeah, I don't think I've ever told this story, but I remember just, like, looking at her and just being like, that's what I want. She was just, like, carefree, it looked like. And, I mean, I'm sure she had cares and everything like everybody else, but... She wasn't worried about what people were thinking about her, clearly. She just wanted to dance, and so she got up and did it. And I think I just sat with my friends and had, like, our little pizza and whatever, croutons, and and then, you know. So it was, like, it could have been a more fun day, I felt like, had I had that courage to, like, also dance. Because I like to dance. Yeah. So. No, and I've, ex- I've seen Emily dance. We're, like, dance yeah. partners at the most <laughs> we random events. Partners, yeah. <laughs> so it's so funny you're telling yeah. me the story. Yeah. And it's so cool because I've talked yeah. to obviously different people on this podcast yeah. and each one of them like I think I know yeah. air quotes <clears throat> and then um you know I would have never thought 
Yeah. No. Like, you were not the center of attention or just... Because you're such a bubbly, no. nice person. Like, you're probably one of the first people I met here and was Aww. just like, oh, okay, I like it here. That's so nice. No, I was I was shy and had a lot of, you know, self-confidence issues. I was really tall. I've mm-hmm. always been the tall, like, tallest in my class. And Same here. if we remember mm-hmm. sixth and seventh grade, like, boys are not tall. And, you know, I was... Uh, wasn't exactly bringing them to the yard, shall we say? <laughs> so that was a little bit tough. And I had hey. acne, and I had um, glasses for a hot second before I got contacts, and I had braces for yeah. like seven years. So it was like it was kind of tough times in middle school, and yeah, that was, awkward phase. It was a little awkward, but I knew it was really interesting. My freshman year of high school, um, my high school is a regional high school, so you leave your middle school, which is just one town, and we went to this high school where it was like five towns because they're all really small towns. And there was this, like, motivational speaker. Like, it, you know, you kind of laugh at motivational speakers. Like, oh, well, what do they do? But, like, yeah, it's, like, corny when you're in the sixth grade. And yeah. then you're, like, on a couch somewhere when you're 30, like, yeah. crying. <laughs> it's right watching a YouTube video. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like, Brene Brown is, like, life yeah. when you're an adult. But Yeah. And I, like, wish I knew this guy's name. But it was, like, a ninth grade assembly. We're, like, all in the field house. And he was talking about um, changing yourself. And um, thinking about something you'd like to change about yourself and then how it seems so big and hard to do. But if you set like mini goals, you can do it. Hmm. And um, and the whole, yeah, it was like this whole assembly about setting like mini goals to like reach a bigger goal. And um, it like changed my life kind of because I I was like, well, I don't want to be so shy anymore. I want to be, I have this big personality that, you know, with my best friends, you know, we were always crazy together. I knew I had a big personality. I knew I could be fun. I knew... I don't know. I knew all these things about myself. I thought I had a lot of intelligence that I could, you know, um, expand upon even more. And um, so, yeah, I set all these like little goals in high school, like make new friends, you know, like speak up in class more, like try new things. Um, So did you attack this like one by one? Did you say, I'm going to do the first five things off the list? Because like that's, that's, that's significant. It was. Well, yeah, and then I, I like to brag a little bit, but I was, I was, I was homecoming queen in high school. So nice. By, by, and it was, a, it was a students and teachers vote kind of process, like the students vote, the teachers vote, the students vote, and then the teacher, like, picks or something like that. But, um, so, like, that was kind of how far I'd come from, like, being, like, scared to dance, like, on a little cruise to being, like, the homecoming queen, like, the end of, at the end of high school. And um, I don't, that's a good question about, like, how I approached it. I wish... I've always been a journal writer. Like, um, I always... Like, I think seventh grade, we had to start journals and we in school, and then we um, <laughs> we all started to, like, you know, talk not just about, like, our reading assignments and our journals, but boys, and I remember there was a boy I liked, and his name was Dan, and I had D hey, star Dan. star, yeah, <laughs> I did that as his too. name, and then I had at the bottom, though, like, a little key that said D star star equals Dan, so, like, if somebody had found that journal, like... Wait, you had a key for your journal? Yeah, like, like it was just, like, a little, like, you know... Just, like, this, this is what this means, in case you didn't know. Um, so they became so personal point. journals pretty fast. Um, like, everyone was just writing about, like, boys in their journals, probably. Of course. <laughs> so, so they became personal journals, and then I just kept them, like, forever. And, um, and I think I probably, I think, you know, if I went back into my journals, which, you know, I have kept, I would, I would see probably these goals written out about myself. Uh, and I think... I think they were more g- general things to kind of work on, I th- which I don't know if, like, the, the best way to set goals but I think they were like you know meet new people make new friends speak up in class um 
you know, maybe like run for student council or something. Just like little run for student council. That's not. Yeah, that's yeah. That's a, in my that's school, big. that wasn't too big of a deal. But I feel like okay. Okay. Was, but you know, I I was I did something. I was secretary. But you know, just get out of your box a little bit. I was so scared. So do you yeah. feel like some of that still resonates, or maybe not resonates, but do you carry some of that still with you? I think so. I think that the goal setting and like the knowing that you can like change kind of part and like um yeah i think i think i think you just have do to you, know yeah do you, i'm sorry do you do you carry any of like the i i'm shy and i want to be the girl in the center of the room with you because you you interact yeah. with obviously thousands of people like on yeah. your tours and what yeah. have you so yeah how do you how do you prepare yourself for a tour or you know yeah. for a meetup or how do you keep yourself strong yeah that's a good question um i love like, talking to people, like, I feed on other people, like, I think some people, I need alone time, too, but, um, I've learned about myself that, like, too much alone time is bad, like, I'm yeah. a person who, who likes other people, and, um, and like to be around people, mm-hmm. um, and I think, yeah, I think that I do, I still, I still have, it's more, so it's more, like, wanting to be who I want to be, right, it's, mm-hmm. it's less that I'm not, I've kind of gotten through the shy thing, and I'm not, not so shy anymore. Um, but one thing that was interesting, I read an article just yesterday that I thought was very interesting. And it was saying that just changing one word in your vocabulary can change how you respond to situations. And it said that if you say, oh, I'm so nervous for this talk, or I'm so nervous to talk to Melissa tonight, or oh, I'm so right. nervous for this tour, or, I'm so nervous for this test, whatever it is, they said, if you just say, I'm so excited to talk to Melissa tonight, oh, I'm so excited for this tour, just changing anxious to excited, you, you have the same level of energy in your system. It's hard to go from anxious to calm because you have all this energy in your system, but it's easy, it's easier for your body to go from anxious to excited. And I thought that was really interesting. Wow. Yeah. I might use that next time I go on a plane. Like, I am so excited <laughs> to go on this plane. <laughs> I get really anxious on planes, too. Oh, my god! So I should think about that as well. <laughs> I cannot wait to be 30,000 feet in the air. Yeah. <laughs> they said it changes everything, though. Like, it this, it's like a it scientific does. article that people, they study people did better on tests, they did better in their talks, they did better in debates, like, they, and so that's something I think I've kind of been doing internally and struggling to do better in, like, my adult life of, like, there's a lot of things, like, this nowadays where you have to, you know, do a public speaking. Like I like yeah. to public speak, but I'm still nervous before it. And I think if you dwell on, Oh, I'm so nervous. And rather you think, Oh, I'm so excited. And like all these cool, like opportunities can come out of this. If like, you know, if I give a talk on like economic development and right. like somebody in the crowd also does something similar in their city, we could like connect. And so like, you have to think about the exciting things that can happen from doing that thing that makes you nervous. But, but yeah, I still definitely struggle. And I think, I just know that the person I want to be is someone who's able to communicate about interesting ideas and like mm. be kind of like, you know, have like thought partnership with people and yeah. and so you have to put yourself out there. You just like have to. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to use that actually for my own benefit. Okay. I'm going to change the, change my language. Okay. <laughs> so we learned nothing more from t- for today from Emily. It's to, to change the language of, around what it is that you're feeling. Cause it's not to say that you don't feel it. No. Cause that's the thing. Like, I think a lot of times I'll see motivational speakers. It's just like, change the way you feel. I'm just like, <laughs> okay, I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or, or change your thoughts and you're like, how mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's a really 
tough process. I was on the Twitter chat earlier today, and they, the young people were asking, like, advice, like, best piece of advice you ever yeah. had. And I'm like, look, being consistent, that's one of the best pieces of, advices, piece of, pieces of advice yeah. <laughs> I've, I've ever gotten. Um, but being consistent is tough. Yeah. You know? So, you know, it's unfair to give people all this great advice without telling them how to actually deal with like what happens when you don't yeah. <laughs> yeah. feel good about being in front of people or if you're shy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that still exists. So I think that's really important. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. So, you know, when you kind of came to Newark and you, I'm assuming you didn't know anybody here. So I met, I had met a few people at a barbecue before I moved here. And like, and there was, um, a barbecue on Washington Place at uh, this girl, um, Giselle Clemens' house. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I went to her house, and, um, and yeah, I met a few people, but no, no, I didn't know anybody. I mean, I knew, yeah, I knew people from my internship. I'd interned with the city, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was, when I moved to New Jersey a couple of years, a year before that, I literally knew one person in the state of New Jersey, mm-hmm. and I, he, had some, he was somebody that I'd met at... Um, at like a, an orientation for my grad school, and then I deferred for a year. I went to Hungary for my master's in international relations, and I came back to Rutgers. And uh, my car actually broke down on the way down to Rutgers, and I was by myself. And uh, and so I got into the apartment, which I had never seen before, at like eleven o'clock at night. And and I couldn't get this piece of furniture out of my car, and I had to call this one person I knew and be like, "Hey, can you help me get this out?" <laughs> He came and helped me. Kyle Davis. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. But, <laughs> but, um, but no, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't really know anybody. And coming to Newark, I knew, I knew a few people, but not a ton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, just just to, to kind of highlight and, and to kind of round out the conversation, yeah. what I've gotten from you, which I think yeah. was really helpful, was this idea that you can kind of shift from being this shy, don't want to be in the center of the room, to like really manifesting what it is you want to be. Mm-hmm. So do you have any other insight for, you know, there's a, there's a young girl or maybe a girl who's not so young who's like, okay... I want to be this person. I just don't know how to walk there. Like, I don't yeah. know the steps between going from I'm here. I'm kind of isolated. I'm, I'm, I'm by myself. Yeah. And I want to be the girl in the middle of the room. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you have to know that you have to kind of feel that. Like I, like I look thinking back to like watching that girl dance and like kind of just sitting on the sidelines, like that was that moment that was like, something has to change. I'm not living my life the way I want to. And I was only in eighth grade when I realized that, which I think is, which is great, but I'm sure there's people that realize that way later than that, or, you know, have realized it, but not sure how to, how to change it. And I think, um, I think that, you know, just things to keep in mind are, yeah, again, setting like mini goals. I think something else that, you know, I keep in mind is that, um, and my, so this is something my mom told me is, you know, sometimes you look at people and they seem so perfect and everything about their life seems perfect. And I remember kind of complaining once to my mom, like, oh, you know, everything seems so, she seems, seems, seems so easy for other people, blah, blah, blah. And my mom was like, you have no idea what goes on in people's private lives. And it, and I think that's a little bit like, um, what's that, ex- there's an expression, I think, um, uh, you don't know what kind of battles people are facing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I think... And be gentle, because you don't be know gentle. what people... And be gentle, yeah. You, you don't know. And so I think that's exactly like what, that's another thing to keep in mind. So if you're that person, like, you know, everybody else has things going on too. And you don't, just because they look like me, they're so confident or something now doesn't mean that like, 
maybe it doesn't mean they are, maybe, you know, they look so put together, but maybe, maybe they don't feel put together. I know I read an article that, um, that just something I followed that sometimes things feel crazy. I just, I, I quit my, um, my job and, and started my own company about two months ago and well, not even two months ago, about a month ago. And some days, you know, feel kind of chaotic, but every morning I just make my bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you make your bed, you feel like your life is together. This is like another scientific article I read. Like if you make your bed, it's like really easy, fast thing to make you feel like, I got this. Like, yeah. yeah. I actually started doing that. Yes. And it's like, if your bed is made, like half your house is clean. Yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're like, I my life is amazing. You're like, I yeah. have this. Like, I got this. And the days I don't make up my bed, I feel like a loser. Yeah. <laughs> it's really important though. It's like an easy, like, it's an easy way to feel like you're in control, I think, of your life. And, and so I, I it's, I think like, yeah. And, 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 and who knows, you know, people might be doing little things like that behind the scenes to keep kind of put that calm face on during the day you know they they're making sure small things are in order that make them feel better and so I just think those are things to keep in mind if you're somebody who's trying to make a change is like do mini goals and just know that like not everybody is is perfect they're all fighting different things and, and talk about it like I love I love like having like close friends so you can kind of talk about stuff because Melissa is an amazing like achieved person like and oh, yes and she will make me blush no, I'm joking. <laughs> but she is and so it's fun to have you know kind of girl talk about where we've been where this we're going it's yeah it's really important so find some some people to talk about things with and um yeah. and help and help you change you know maybe you need to I think writing down goals too is good like that's what I was talking about the journaling like write your goals down if you really want to change something you know sometimes I want to like have less chocolate or something I'll be like all right like no more chocolate like write it in my journal now it's now it's real like I've it's a real goal now because you've written it down and I think that was something that this man had also mentioned about writing things down yeah Mm -hmm. yeah because it makes it real like Mm -hmm. it's no longer just something in your head and it's like, oh, I can touch it. Yeah. I have a whiteboard, actually. Ooh. And, like, when I wake up, I'm like, read it. <laughs> I haven't been writing on it as, as much as I should. Yes. But I remember at one time it was really helpful to kind of wake up and be one of the first things you see. Yeah. To say, like, hello, Melissa. I think this I need is, that. This yeah. is what you need to do in your life today. <laughs> my morning is my... not my most bright part of my day it's not for a lot of us trust me (laughs) (laughs) no but this was actually such a such a such a great conversation thank you so much emily i think (laughs) i have definitely a a different perspective on like what it means to be shy (laughs) because if you're a shy person then i feel so much better about being shy (laughs) because you can really you know be be the 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 host and founder of like such amazing things that come out of in this case newark but you know maybe maybe where the person listening to this podcast lives like you never know just it it literally takes you stepping out and just doing it yeah just dance just Just dance dance. (laughs) just get in the middle of the room and dance and if you need help on that i think we should probably put up some youtube videos and just (laughs) show us dancing at like (laughs) the next uh one of the next uh newark functions that'd be great (laughs) yes don't wait on that though guys so (laughs) don't hold your breath (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much emily i appreciate your time thank you i appreciate talking to you today and hopefully hopefully you'll invite me back (laughs) yeah i will i will all right talk to you soon all right bye yay that was great yay